The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Sports fans. This is Coach Gordon Roberts, and we are on Super Bowl week. The week that we all wait for and then worry about because we know we're going to run out of football for a while. But the excitement level is pretty high. Um, The Patriots are picked to win, but they've been picked to win before and haven't. Uh, I'm pretty pleased with the fact that for the second year in a row, uh, NFC South team is representing the NFC, and Atlanta has uh, probably the best chance they've had in their history of their franchise to make it happen. Uh, Can you beat the odds? Uh, I don't know. Um, Brady and that bunch, Belichick, They've got uh, all that experience, and that should pay dividends. So we'll see. Uh, This week is winding down. I think uh, pretty much both teams will be somewhat healthy. And saying that, I'm hoping that uh, some of y'all will call me and tell me what y'all's thoughts are about how you think this is all playing out. Uh, We are pretty pleased with... Uh, the two participants, I, I was uh, hoping that we might have two uh, teams in that hadn't been in recent years, but uh, uh, the Patriots are awful hard to beat. Uh, keeping them out of the Super Bowl is pretty tough in itself. But we'll find out in uh, a few days. Uh, Sunday will be upon us rather quickly. And when it does, then we'll see uh, which team brings their A game to the field. It's kind of interesting to see that Houston is hosting. I think that a Texas host program is uh, pretty nice. They've got a great stadium, and because of that, they were awarded the the Super Bowl. And uh, it looks like they're going to have some pretty good weather, and so that's all positive uh, to the point that uh, we should see a great turnout, as always, and um, Super Bowl 51 will probably be very memorable. Both these teams have been putting up pretty good points. Um, Atlanta's been putting up about 30 points a game, and uh, New England always puts up about 28 so we're going to have uh, hopefully some good, good, you know, Tom Terrific and Matty Ice should uh, hopefully give us a, a Super Bowl to remember. Hopefully it won't be like last year where really and truly no one after the first half felt like it was much of a game. But we'll see uh, if... Uh, if the uh, defense of New England can stop this this Atlanta offense that seems to be pretty pretty strong right now, uh, uh, Matt Ryan has 
seven touchdowns and no picks since he's been in the playoffs, and they're knocking out about 400 yards per game. So Bill Belichick and them will have their hands full, but they they usually rise to the occasion as far as defense goes. Now, can Atlanta, which I think is the big question, can Atlanta make Tom Brady move off the spot? If they can make him move off the spot, they can have a chance at uh, competing and keeping him uh, in check point-wise. If they can do that, then they're going to have a chance and an opportunity to win the game. Because I think that New England is susceptible to the run late in the game. So if they can make it a game late into the game, I think they've got a chance. If they don't, then I think it'll be a long night for uh, Matt and uh, his crew. Some people feel like Atlanta has the two best combo running backs in the league right now. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure that's the case, but they're definitely, in the last few weeks, proven to be pretty tough as far as containing their running and receiving out of the backfield. Coleman, I think, is a little bigger, but uh, Freeman is definitely a little lot shiftier. So, uh, if, if, and, I'm, and I'm sure Belichick is going to have uh, a game plan uh, that will they'll give Matt Ryan uh, some problems that they'll have to adjust to. Having said that, um, you know, you know, in the past, Belichick has always been one of those great coaches that adjust well during the course of the game. So if they go into this game thinking positive that uh, they have some things they can exploit on New England, and if they do, we all know that Belichick will have a, an answer. And I think that's why they're always so successful. I think between him and Tom Brady, they uh, respond well to any changes or influx in the game uh, and make it uh, a doable thing. So my perspective is that New England... Uh, the last couple of times that has been picked and then didn't come through uh, has a little kind of a chip on their shoulder about not losing to uh, anybody in the Super Bowl. They'd like it to be number five, and uh, it could possibly happen that way. I I don't see a New York Giant moment. I think it's going to be one of those times where uh, Belichick and Brady will, will come through and win the game uh, unless Atlanta uh, is more motivated to win. You know, and there's a lot to be said for teams that have not had the opportunity to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, they've, you know, flirted a few years back uh, under Mike Smith uh, saying, you know, they're a competitive group. But I think this is the group that, with uh, the defense they have, that seems to have gotten better each and every week, that uh, if they can, like I think, uh, if they can make uh, Tom Brady move off the mark in the backfield, then they'll have a chance at... uh, keeping the score down from the New England side, and then if they can master success against, uh, you know, their offense. You know, know, Atlanta, you know, I I think right now Julio Jones is the best receiver, for my money, in the NFL, uh, game in and game out. And having said that, um, I think 
New England has the best core group. And, and what I mean by core group is uh, nobody is just heads and shoulders above everybody else, but they have five or six very competent receivers that know the New England format and know you know exactly what uh, Brady wants, and Brady knows exactly what uh, the offensive coordinator McDowell wants, and they both uh, know what Belichick wants, and so um, you know they're they're okay. Go ahead and put him through, Matt. Hey, James. Hey. What's up? That means just to watch this on TV right now. What are you What are you thinking about this week with the Super Bowl coming up? Um, I think I got the. I'm going with the Patriots all day. Yeah, I think that's a good safe bet. You know, they, you know they, they live for this game. They've been yeah. so successful in the past. Yeah, I think. Um, the Falcons just don't have the defense. We'll see. Hopefully, it won't be a blowout. Though. Yeah, you know, I was saying at the beginning of the show that this, uh, no one it seems to be mentioning that for the last two years, a team for the NFC South, last year was Carolina, and this year it's Atlanta representing the NFC. But I don't think, you know, you know, Carolina went into the game last year with supposedly a great defense, and Denver hurt them. But uh, you know, Atlanta has been outscoring people. They haven't been able to. I don't think you can outscore New England. Yeah, New England just has the offense with Tom Brady. Yeah, that system seems to. You know, even when he was out at the beginning of the year, they won three of the. Four games they were out, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't, uh, you know, no one could really take advantage of the fact that he was out because the system worked so well for them. So, you know, it'd be awful hard to see uh, Atlanta beating them. I would love to see it happen just because I'd love to see Atlanta get a Super Bowl ring, but I don't know. I don't know uh, if they've got the makeup to do it. Yeah. You know, even though I'm I'm pretty much a Julio Jones fan, but I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that Belichick has got a plan worked out to give him a fit. Yeah, that probably just um, double team him all night, most likely. Yeah, because I don't think uh, Atlanta has another, you know, premier. Receiver, I think they've got a couple of good guys, but I don't think they've got anybody that is a, you know, like if you take away Julio Jones, the next guy steps up. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see that happening. But you know, I'm like you said earlier. I'm just hoping for a great game. You know, that Atlanta can step up to the plate, have an A game, and. And uh, it'd be a game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I don't want to see the same thing as what happened last year. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Carolina, I don't think Carolina recovered from that butt whipping from last year all year long. Yeah, they're playing bad. Yeah. And, you know, um, in Atlanta, being the first time into the Super Bowl, sometimes that kind of spooks people, too, you know? Do you think uh, Atlanta can run on them at all? Um, I think they can. If they get good movement up front, I think they can. What do you think Belichick's going to work more on? you think he's going to work more on trying to stop Julio Jones and Matt Ryan's passing? Or the run game. I think if you can stop Julio and Matt Ryan, then that's the ball game. It's done. Yeah, that's all. Well, 
I'm hoping that, uh, you know, Julio Jones has had some phenomenal numbers the last few weeks, but there's been times where teams have just shut him right down. Mm-hmm. I guess, like you're saying, maybe they'll double team him or uh, put somebody on him man to man and then put somebody over the top. Of course, you know, Green Bay tried that. It didn't work out so well. Well, the Patriots did that with Antonio Brown last week, and it worked pretty good. He was a non Oh, yeah. Antonio Brown, probably that was probably one of his worst games of the year. Yeah. I mean, they tried to give him the ball running. They tried to give him short pass. They tried to give him the long pass. And uh, they had, and New England had an answer for all of it. Well, James, thanks for calling in. Um, I appreciate your insight on the game. Anything else you want to shout out about before we go to break? Um, signing day, national signing day is Wednesday. I'm gonna sign at ten thirty, and I'm committed to Montana State. Well, great. I hope that uh, I hope you get ready for Super Bowl Sunday and have all your goodies lined up. You gonna be at home? Yes, sir. Watching the game. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in, James. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I hope that the Patriots, uh, if that's the team you think is going to win, and you think they're going to, I hope that's what happens. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Have a great Super Bowl. You too. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're tapping into the autumn bite for bass, walleyes, catfish, and more with J.P. DeRose from Breaking Boundaries, Steels Reel in the Outdoors with Joe Thomas, and Ronnie Green from A Fishing Story. We'll discuss how to pattern their movements, must-have tackle for the fall bite, and how the weather affects their feeding patterns. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, we're back and talking football here, talking Super Bowl. This is Jerome, and I'm here to do the second half Gordon Roberts stepped out, so he's hanging on and letting me take over the reins. We're talking Super Bowl, and we're talking National Signing Day, and we got Damon Red and Vincent on hold. Let's get to the phone and talk to Damon. Hello. Damon, are you there? I'm here. 
Hey, how you doing, Damon? I'm fine yourself. I'm doing good. What you think about Super Bowl's 51 coming up on Sunday, next Sunday? Well, actually, I'm excited because um, both uh, both uh, teams match up equally, versus just having a blowout. I mean, although my pick is Atlanta, but hey, it remains to be seen. It do. Atlanta got the offense, and uh, uh, New England's got a heck of a defense. So you're looking at a situation where something's got to give, and you don't know if it's going to be offense. You don't know if it's going to be defense, but it's old saying that says defense wins championships. And when you got the law firm of Brady and Belichick, it's tough to beat those two, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, but you got to look at, too, um, everybody's, you know, wanting to see somebody else different in the, in the Super Bowl. And it's been rumored that they, the Patriots have, like, an easier path to the Super Bowl. But I don't think they really had an easy path. It's just um, other teams didn't step up, you know. Right, right. And you also got to remember that Brady was out, what, the first four games of the season, so they easily could have went 0-4 those games and had a tough road, you know, as it ended up with them being 14-2. and You're looking at the first half of the season, they kind of hung on and hung in there waiting on Brady to get uh, uh, out of suspension. And when he came back, they hit the road running, and it was tough to beat him. Uh, the AFC was a little bit down this year, but the NFC also had a few teams that was down also. So they they earned the right to be here. Uh, they're here, and they're ready to go on Sunday. Yep. Like I said, they they, they could have stepped down and um and said, oh, we don't have Tom Brady, but all of them are pros, and then they – they get paid to do that job. So, I mean, I commend them for it because, like I say, Brady can play with anybody and, and make the Super Bowl, and that's proven to be true. Soon to be true. Well, Damon, give us a, a score that you think the score is going to be before we get the red on hold. And, Vincent, give us a score what you think the outcome is going to be. Um, I, I say 31-24. to 31-24. All right, Damon, I'm going to write that down and put your name back. And if it comes through, you call us back on next Monday, and we'll discuss it some more. Okay, no doubt. All right, Damon, good talking to you. Where are you calling from? Thank you. Where are you calling from, Damon? Uh, Palm Coast. All right, Palm Coast, represent. Hey. All right, we're going to talk to Red. Thanks for holding, Damon, and we'll see you later. All right, no problem. All right, have a good one. Bye-bye. Hello, Vincent. How you doing? How you doing? All right, how are you, Vincent? Who am I speaking with? This is Jerome. Hey, Mr. Jerome, how you feeling, man? I'm doing good, doing good. What do you think about the Super Bowl, Vincent, coming up on Sunday? Yeah, it's going to be pretty good. I I, I think if you beat Brady, you can beat the best. <laughs> That's, That's true. That's true. That is. One thing about it, a lot of people don't like them, but they the best. You got to be the best. best to be the champ. That's right. I don't play this yeah. the champ. One thing I take my hat off to Tom, because Tom represents New England, and he out of man. And yeah. you don't know, you better ask somebody. He's going to lay down, I know that. That's right. Somebody was talking on a talk say. show, and they was talking about the last uh, World Series where you had Chicago and Cleveland, two of the best teams, and it, they got it right in the Major League Baseball. And then in the NCAA Finals, you had Clemson uh, versus Alabama, the two best teams in, in uh, NCAA, uh, and they played for the championship. Now here we are in the NFL, and we got Atlanta and New England, two of the best teams in the AFC and the NFC playing in the Super Bowl. It seems like sports are getting it right to have the two best teams in these championships now. Don't you think so? I think so, but it's not in the NFL yet. Because there's too much politics and too much crucial call. The referees call too much to um, justify the game. And then right. when you make a good hit, you can't hit them hard like Jack Tatum and, and, and Isaiah Hayes used to hit. And, you know, they take the sport away. And, right. and, and I'm going to tell you that. And then, you know, in college, they got to let the boys hit because they boys trying to go to the next level. So they can't make right. that call. But right. in the pros, they pros, they play like girls. 
One of the mm-hmm. things you want to credit New England for is New England has been a team that any time they have played a Super Bowl, they, they control the ball statistically. They slow the game down. If they can establish a running game, it's going to be a long night for Atlanta. Like, right. I mind you, Atlanta is a good team, and they got a lot of new things happening for them. Everything seems to be going good. They made it to the Super Bowl. But you've got to look at a team that's been through adversity with the weather, adversity with all the the discrepancy that's been going on with the organization. Tom Brady has been under the adversity, they're suspended for four games, but you have not heard this man get up and say anything. You have not heard this man get up and defend himself on anything. All he did was just been quiet and let his play on the field pool himself. Now he's in the Super Bowl. Okay, mm-hmm. that's an experienced team. Now, I'm not taking nothing from Atlanta, and I, and I like Atlanta, but for Atlanta to win this game, Atlanta's going to have to play above and beyond in the first two quarters to get ahead. If mm-hmm. they wait until the third and fourth quarter, they can forget it. Right. Okay, I've been watching New England for years. I played against New England. You know, and one thing about them, they have a game plan according to who they play. And mm-hmm. we've seen them win four, or three or four consecutive Super Bowls. This is the seventh time he's going to be back. And one thing they do, they always have ball control, and they slow that game down. Right. And when Tom Brady's on, who's going to stop him? He's tough. And like you say, he got a record seven times going to the uh, uh, Super Bowl. That's more than 28 NFL teams. And him and Belichick got a combined 24 postseason games together, which is a record in itself also. And they're playing in their seventh bowl game together, Super Bowl game together, right. which is a record. So it's tough to beat history with those two, for sure. And you know, you know what? You know what people are not talking about. This man was suspended for four games in the beginning of the season. Yeah, yep. And look where he's at now at the end of the season. That's a mm-hmm. history all by itself. There's been no quarterback has ever been suspended. The only quarterback that's been out for a full season was Bob Breesy when he was hurt. When Earl Moore took him to the Super Bowl, and then they let Bob Breesy come in and win the Super Bowl. Right. With the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me ask you this, uh, Freddie, because uh, LeGarrette Blunt has 18 of the 19 rushing touchdowns for New England this year. Do you right. think Atlanta, as far as the rushing game, can shut that down and make Brady become one-dimensional well, and try to well, you know that what? They, they, Atlanta's going to have to play big in the first two quarters. If mm-hmm. they're, they're going to do anything, it'll have to be done in the opening of the game in the first half. Mm-hmm. Okay? But now make no bones about it. The game plan of the head coach of New England is going to be plush. That's one thing right. I credit Tom Brady. They work together as a team. Now, Tom Brady is a general out there. He's proven himself time and time again. But you can't take the, can't take, take away from the credit of the head coach. It's about game plan. You know, and statistically, I give the edge to New England. You know, you was quoting about scores. Everybody talking about 38. It's going to be 21-14. It is not going to be a big scoring game, as everybody predicts. Because they look at all the statistics, when you get against a powerhouse like this, and based on the conditions of the field, it's going to be a game where it's going to either be a couple of field goals or, or a touchdown in here. Okay. That's it. All right, Freddie, well, give us your prediction of what the score is going to be. I'm going 21-14, brother. 21-14. I, I would even say 21-17. All right, competitive game up until the end, sound like. I like that. Uh-huh. A competitive game up until the end. I like that. It's going to be a competitive game up until the end. If Atlanta don't jump on them in the beginning of the first two quarters, they're going to have a long ride. Okay. But Tom Brady will figure out a way to find the leak in the plumbing. <laughs> okay. That sounds good. Well, Fred, I appreciate you calling and uh, give us your, your insults on this game and you sound like you're a knowledgeable man. You say you played against him, so you know what you're talking about. That's right. All, All right, right Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Your internet flagship station for sports... 
Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And we're back. Super Bowl Sunday, New England Patriots versus the Atlanta Falcons. We had a call in, call in earlier, James. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was James Campbell, quarterback from Palaka High School, who was signing with Montana State, which he was signing with Bethune-Cookman College, but that's another story. We're talking National Signing Day, February the 1st, Wednesday. Uh, coming up, uh, we got kids going to different schools. We want to know what you think about your school. If you want to call in, call us, and let's talk some football, National Recruiting Signing Day. Uh, if we look at the top ten, from last year, you know, Clemson won the uh, NCAA uh, championship and uh, with a 14-1 record. And believe it or not, they were not in the top ten as far as the top ten uh, recruiting class. You're looking at first was Alabama, uh, second was FSU, third was LSU, fourth was Ohio State, fifth was Ole Miss, sixth was Michigan, seventh Texas, eighth Georgia, uh, followed behind was Auburn, and number 10 was Southern Cal, the top 10 from last year. And a few of those teams you're looking at, uh, Ole Miss, who had a 5-7 and seven record, need to start relying on some of those younger kids that they're signing so they can get a good record going with, the I guess, the sophomores coming in since they was in the top 10 as far as recruiting. And then you look at this year's top recruits, uh, the number one guy, Nigel Harris, the running back, out of Antioch High School in California, signing with Alabama. But one thing that's interesting about the top ten this year, three of the top ten uh, players in high school have signed with Stanford. Uh, the second, the first offensive tackle, uh, Foster Sonnell, uh, out of Grand Kaepernick High School, signed with Stanford. You have Walter Walker Little, offensive tackle, out of Texas Episcopal High School, signed with Stanford. And you have... Uh, Davis Mills, a quarterback out of Greater Atlanta Christian School, Georgia, signed with Stanford. So looking like Stanford is going to have a good recruit class, uh, notching two, three of the top ten in the high school recruiting class. So does that bode well for Stanford? Does that bode well for Clemson? Uh, you're looking at Alabama, probably going to be back again next year with the kids they signed. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting college football season this year, just like it was last year, going down to the top four 
And what do you think? Call in and let me know what you think about the recruiting class of 2017. Let's talk more about the Super Bowl. Again, we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend with Atlanta and New England. And there's some interesting stats that uh, we're looking at here. Atlanta is the 27th uh, defense in uh, points per game, 23rd in yards per game, and 26th in passing yards a game. And you look at the offense of New England, uh, and the X factor could be Chris Hogan. Uh, if you remember Chris Hogan, he was a young man who uh, played lacrosse at Penn State uh, and one year of football at Mammoth, who had a good postseason, uh, along with Ju- Julian Edelman, Martellus Bennett, and James White. And um, just imagine if they had Gronk back with him, but Gronk is not back. But Be- Belichick and the offense spread the ball around pretty good. Uh, you got one guy with three touchdowns, one with seven, uh, two have four, three have four, one five, and one three. So the ball is spread around, and I talked to Freddie earlier talking about the running game. Uh, Garen Brunt, the running back for New England, has scored 18 of the 19 rushing TDs that they have. So they're basically a one-dimensional team passing the ball more than they run the ball. Uh, the only one that's scoring a touchdown within the red zone is uh, Blunt. That bowl well for the Atlanta uh, defense. Hopefully they'll come through this weekend and bowl the neck and try to stop Brady and Belichick. But you never know in a game like this. Sometimes you can throw the record books out. Sometimes you can just say, you know, heart matters. And Atlanta has been there. They're a hungry team. Uh, New England's been there. A uh, veteran team, know what they're doing, uh, know how to plan for it. And when you're going against a Belichick laid offense, you're going to against something that's pretty tough. Uh, if you look at what happened last week, uh, Pittsburgh came in with uh, Brown and um, um, Rossberger, and they shut Brown down, double-teamed him. Most of the night he had a few catches, if I'm not mistaken, at six, for about six or six yards. But they shut him down and was a good game plan. Will Belichick and the defense do that against Julio Jones? Who knows? But you're looking at uh, the other receivers for Atlanta, uh, Muhammad Sanu and Taylor Gabriel, they're going to have to come through, I think. Uh, I think it's going to be rely a lot on them and what they can do as far as the offense. And if they can do that, I'm sure they help uh, James, Julio Jones in the offense, who had 1,400 uh, receiving yards and six touchdowns. Uh, Sanu was behind him with 653 yards and four touchdowns, and behind him with Taylor Gabriel, who had 579 yards and six touchdowns. So Atlanta offense, and with uh, along with the running base, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman are going to have to put up some points. And uh, they've been averaging 30 points a game, but they may have to put up more against uh, New England. So I think they're going to have to outscore New England. It's going to be one of those games where offense is uh, the best offense and may down to whoever had the ball last, uh, who can score the most, and who can last the longest. It's going to be a tough game. Tough game. If you want to call us in, call in and talk to us about it. The Super Bowl coming up next Sunday, Atlanta Falcons versus the New England Patriots, where Brady win number four Super Bowl, where Belichick and Brady win number 25 postseason games. It remains to be seen. Where are you having your Super Bowl party? Let us know what you're having, what's on the grill, what's going to be cooking for Super Bowl number one. You look at the Super Bowl last year again. I think it was Griffin uh, that talked about the blowout last year with Carolina and um, Denver, and Denver really just shut down Carolina's offense. Um, and have a question for uh, what they can do against the defense. Um, it was just tough. So again, I said earlier, defense mostly win uh, championships, uh, but this may be an exception this year. Who knows? We will see. Who do you like? Give us a score. We had Damon telling us a score. He thinks it's going to be 31-24 in favor of New England, which could be, you know, a good score to look at. Uh, Vincent said 37-28. And Freddie Robinson, the University of Miami grad, said the score is going to be close, 21-14 or possibly 21-17. Say the game is going to boil down to the last quarter, which is going to hold the interest of the people and keep us there watching it. Not 
like last year. I think everybody left about halftime of Super Bowl parties uh, because the game was so boring. But um, Matty Ice, let's give his stats. He threw for 4,944 yards this year, had 38 touchdowns, had a quarterback rating of 117.1, and he averaged about 309 passing yards a game. Uh, you talk about a first-round pick in 2008 out of Boston College going up against Brady, who was a six-round pick in 2000 from the University of Michigan. In 12 games, again, he missed four games. He threw for 3,554 yards, 296 yards per game passing, 28 touchdowns, and a quarterback rating of 112, which is pretty good for uh, missing four games. Um Belichick and the offense and the team held on. I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they were four and one with Brady out those first four games. So they kept everything together up until the end. And then you know the situation with uh, NFL Commissioner Goddell uh, and the New England Patriots. He may have to be on the stands giving them that NFL trophy this year. You never know. You just never know. But the date thirty birds. They're gonna come and represent Atlanta. ATL. I'm sure people from Atlanta get out of that cold weather and come down to Houston Stadium and get to that warm weather and cheer on the 30 birds with Matty Ice at the rim. Uh, coach Quinn uh, seems like he's a good coach that can come up with a game plan that can possibly stop Coach Belichick and Brady. Uh, he did it against um, Rodgers and Green Bay. Um, just shut him down. I mean, in the fourth quarter, I think Rodgers threw a few touchdowns, but the game was all out of hand by then. Atlanta really jumped on them in that playoff game. And um, they had a good game plan. Seemed like their coaches did a good job. And now we're going to see basically what coaches can come up with a good game plan to stop the other. I'm sure Belichick, uh, again, going to do basically what he did last week against Pittsburgh uh, with Julio Jones and uh, try to shut him down because he has the one weapon that might actually try to go to it, and he has the one weapon that can possibly have a big game. Uh, if you remember early in the year, he had a 300-yard game. Uh, don't remember who it was against, but um, he's put together some big games here lately. Uh, he was a little nicked up in the middle of the season, but he seems healthy. Um, only injury you can really talk about is Gronk. And um, I think if Gronk was there, Rogankowski, I think if the game wouldn't be close. I think New England would just run away with it. But um, New England would have to spread the ball around to Edelman and Hogan and uh, Amendola and Marcellus Bennett and even James White out of the backfield, Deion Lewis. So they have to spread the ball around, get it to their playmakers, uh, methodically move down the field, put together a good defense, stop Atlanta. And I'm sure that's going to be the game plan for the New England Patriots. If not, then, you know, you'll see what we see. <laughs> game plan decisions and uh, sometimes adjustments at halftime mean something different. Uh, will the team come out and do an onside kick uh, after the halftime? Will we come out and change our defense, our offense? Will we come out and uh, run the ball more? So it remains to be seen what the game plan is going to be for both Atlanta and New England, it's going to be interesting to see. And you know that basically in the first quarter, I think Freddie uh, Robinson said he need he think Atlanta need to jump on him and score one or two touchdowns the first quarter to kind of give him a little bit of uh, uh, momentum. And uh, if that happens, uh, will New England fold? Will they come back? What happened then? So uh, Freddie had some good points talking about Atlanta's offense and what they need to do. But again, he said it's just tough to play against a team like the law firm of Belichick and Brady that's been there before. You're talking about the seventh uh, appearance in the Super Bowl for Brady. Uh, you're talking about 25th postseason game with Brady and Belichick together. Um, so they've been there and done that. It's not a surprise. It's on the news tonight where they go to the same hotel uh, where they usually play, uh, play the team in Houston if they come. Uh, so everything's kind of be routine for them. Uh, players don't seem to be nervous because, again, they've been there before. They know what it takes to win a Super Bowl. They know what it takes to uh, win a playoff game. 14-2, uh, and two, they've proven themselves with a record, best 
the NFL this year. So what else they got to prove other than to be the Super Bowl champs? Uh, but you look at a hungry team, Atlanta, very hungry team. Uh, don't remember if Atlanta ever been in the Super Bowl. Um, don't think so. But they're a hungry team looking to win the Super Bowl for the city. They just played the uh, last game in their old stadium. They got a new stadium being built next door. That's going to look very, very nice, I think. And I think they said the old stadium can fit inside the new stadium. That's how big it is. So it should be nice for the fans. I'm sure they're going to get all the support that they can muster up in uh, Houston. And uh, looking forward to a good game. I think I've been asking for everybody to give a prediction. I guess I would need to give a prediction, too, what I think the score is going to be. Um, if I had to guess, it's hard to go against Belichick and Brady, but I will say I think the score is going to be a little close. I think the offense will prevail for Atlanta. I think they will keep it closer to the end, and I think they will have a chance to win it, uh, but I don't think they'll pull it out. So I'm predicting a score of 37-35 in favor of New England. 37-35 New England Patriots. But there's no bones about it. I'm pulling for the Dirty Birds. Uh, I can remember as a little boy going up to Atlanta Fulton Stadium going to see the Atlanta Braves play and uh, at one point, when Hank Irvin was uh, trying for the home run uh, title, I actually saw him hit number 17 at, in Atlanta Stadium. So uh, at the time, I was a little boy. didn't understand what I was seeing, but I was seeing the history and uh, watching Hank Irvin and Atlanta Braves. And now I can see a, some more history as an old man watching Atlanta possibly beat New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. I hope you enjoyed listening to the program. Uh, Daryl will be back next week. Uh, hopefully he have a, a good fun time where he's going. Uh, thank you, Gordon Roberts, for coming in and starting to show up. Thank you for everybody who called, James, Damon, Vincent, Freddie Robinson. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Don't eat too much because, remember, you got to go to work on Monday. Uh, this has been Jerome Wilkerson, and it's been good talking to you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.